What's going on, guys? Jay Dizzle here uh, with the SOS, the Shaman of Sports, coming at you live. Uh, and today, I wanted to recap week nine um, of the NFL. So there were lots of games this week. There uh, at the at the time of this current recording. Um, the Dallas Cowboys and New York Giants will be playing on Monday Night Football later tonight. Um, but with that said, um, I do want to recap everything that happened this week. There was definitely a lot of fun games that happened, um, as well as some surprises. And uh, before we dive in, I do really want to uh, talk about a disclaimer that I have. Um, a lot, my my two most recent uh, shows have been about. Have been about the 49ers um, and how they're not getting respect that they deserve. Whatever. That's neither here nor there. Uh, my point being is that I think I'm coming across a little biased because I am a 49ers fan. Um, and really, my, my number one true love is the game of football. I enjoy watching it. I enjoy uh, everything that goes into football, the preparation, uh, the big plays. Uh, I love tough games. Um, so I just want to get that clear. Uh, that I do, in fact, love football, um, while I also love the 49ers. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and look at the 49ers first. So, they had a tough game uh, against the Cardinals. Cardinals came back. Kyler Murray played incredibly well uh, against a really solid pass rush. 49ers found a way to win. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo looked really good. Uh, And the biggest thing that I noticed with Jimmy Garoppolo is on third down, on the money down, <clears throat> he completed a lot of passes. He looked very poised. He stood in there knowing he was going to take a hit, delivered a ball, made some made some throws that um, very few people can make. So, in my opinion, I think this was a big coming out party for Jimmy G. There's been a lot of doubt. Um, everyone's talked about how great the run game is, how great the defense is. But if Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, if the game is left in his hands will the 49ers still win um and obviously not the best team uh they were three four and one going into the game the cardinals were but um i would say that jimmy g passed that test at least uh this week definitely still have a lot of growing to do um but 49ers uh are the only unbeaten team so far uh in the year and that actually just recently changed um which i'm going to talk about next um Let's talk about Sunday Night Football, Uh, the Baltimore Ravens playing the New England Patriots. And traditionally, uh, you know, when, you know, in 2011, 2012, when John Harbaugh was only a couple years into being head coach, Joe Flacco was there, Ray Lewis was still playing, Ed Reed, uh, Suggs. Those games between the Patriots were always very, very exciting games. Um... And, you know, in the 2011 AFC Championship, um, the, the Ravens were uh, a made field goal kick away. And really, I think Derek Mason actually dropped a touchdown pass in that game before they were forced to kick a field goal. Um, they had multiple shots to beat the Patriots. I think the Ravens kind of have always played the Patriots very tough. Um, You know, as always, the Patriots are going to find ways to win. And, you know, the Patriots do still have a winning record against the Ravens. But um, the thing that I noticed was uh, 
they they come to play against the Patriots, and they've they've gotten some victories in the playoffs um, and in the regular season. Um, they've they've had a lot of great games against the Patriots, um, and then you know they lost that AFC Championship in 2011 and 2012. They had a rematch, and they came out and won, and they went to the Super Bowl um, against the 49ers. We won't talk about that, but point being, uh, the Ravens have always played the Patriots very tough. They've always been a team that uh, will hang in there, make Brady uncomfortable, force him into some bad throws, um, which they did again, you know, this game. Uh, The biggest thing to take away is Lamar Jackson. So I've had my doubts about Lamar, no doubt. Um, He is a... He's a good quarterback. I, I don't think that his style of play is sustainable but um you know I'm, I'm i'm perfectly happy to admit when i'm wrong um and i i very well could be wrong i still would like to see how how it goes on uh in the season um how sustainable this is how creative you know greg roman's gonna get um john harbaugh's gonna get in in continuing to evolve that offense and continuing to put Lamar Jackson in positions to succeed. Um, the fact is, is that any quarterback, Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady, any quarterback uh, can have their problems. And you can make quarterbacks uncomfortable with pressure. And Lamar Jackson obviously has a good feel for things. His ability to extend the pocket, uh, his ability to run and pick up a first down that way. He's very elusive. Um, you know, it makes it harder to get pressure and, and sacks on him. But... Um, I think that he has shown that he's beatable. I mean, they lost to the Browns earlier this season. Um, you know, he, he's not perfect. Now, that being said, he had a great game against uh, one of the best defenses in the NFL um, in the New England Patriots. Now, uh, being a 49ers fan, I'm excited because the Ravens and the 49ers play in about three or four weeks. That should be a very good game. That'll be a good test um, for both teams, for Lamar as a quarterback because the 49ers are the best team against the pass and uh, I would say the best team against quarterbacks because they get pressure at a higher rate than any other team. Uh, So that'll be a good test for the Ravens. Um, And equally, that will be a good test for the 49ers because, you know, all the naysayers have said they haven't played anyone. And uh, fair enough. They definitely have played a lot of teams with losing records. Um, But, uh, you know, a team that has played more teams with losing records and actually uh, I talked about in my last uh, podcast is the Patriots. The Patriots have yet to play a winning team, and they just played. Oh, no, I apologize. They played the Bills, who are a winning team, um, and barely, barely beat them. Uh, they did win, but now their second winning team that they've played all season, uh, and they got pretty easily beaten. Um, you know that being said, Patriots obviously uh, are the Patriots. They won the Super Bowl last year. You can't really doubt them because they've done it so many times, time and time again. Uh, November is traditionally a uh, rough month for them. Um, they get better, you know, in December and going into the playoffs. They're obviously still the number one seed in the AFC with that loss. Uh, but, you know, it, it is a little telling to see that the Ravens, uh, you know, had a formula to win against the Patriots. And really, I believe that not just Lamar Jackson, um, Mark Ingram had a pretty pretty solid game. The whole rushing attack in general uh, did very well against the Patriots, and I think they kind of wore the Patriots down as the game went on, and they just kept feeding and feeding and feeding uh, that run game. And uh, really, I would say uh, that 
bodes well for the 49ers if they ever do. Again, I need to stop tying it back into the 49ers, but uh, I, I believe that that's a formula that other teams can replicate against the Patriots is running, just running the football, keeping the ball out of Tom Brady's hands, wearing down that defense so they get tired as the game goes on, uh, and then capitalizing on it. So um, that was a really, really big win uh, for the Ravens, and uh, I think that that is a nice that could be a preview of uh, the AFC Championship, realistically. Um, everyone's kind of already giving the AFC Championship to the Pats. But I could easily see the Ravens uh, and the Chiefs um, playing playing the uh, Patriots in the AFC Championship. Which actually brings me to my next game that I want to discuss. Another big one. Two potential playoff teams. Uh, so the Kansas City Chiefs had the Minnesota Vikings... And they won 26-23. Pretty back-and-forth game. And uh, the Vikings' defense is not as as good. They're not as dominant as they were a couple years ago when they went to the NFC Championship game. But they still are a good team. The biggest thing that I took away from this game uh, is Andy Reid being a great offensive coach. And the Chiefs just having that kind of offensive talent. Um, Matt Moore has played pretty well in uh replacement for um in replacement for Patrick Mahomes uh and really I think Patrick Mahomes is coming back pretty soon so uh the Chiefs are now one and one I think without Patrick Mahomes so um the biggest thing is that they they did this against the Vikings team that has been pretty hot lately um and had the leading NFL rusher um which they held him to uh, I think like 3.4 yards a carry, 70 yards total on 22 carries or something like that. So, um, you know, they played very, very well. And that Chiefs defense has been a problem all year. Um, for that reason, I believe that they are going to continue to be a problem. Um, you know, when you look at the teams at the top, the teams that are good, the Saints, the 49ers, uh, the Packers, the uh, Ravens, the the Patriots, uh, all of those teams have respectable defenses. They have, they can stop you on defense. Um, I think the biggest thing with the Chiefs, while they did have a good game, they can't stop anyone on defense. And you don't want to, while Patrick Mahomes, I'm sure, is up to the challenge of putting the offense on his back, and that offense is so talented that they can win shootouts, um, you need to be able to stop people. And for that reason, uh, I still have my doubts about the Chiefs going all the way. Uh, however, they, they found a way to win against a pretty good Vikings team. Uh, and you got to give their hats off to them. They're staying the course, still probably the number two seed. Uh, actually, I believe the Ravens are the number two seed now. But um, they're still in the hunt. Obviously, looks good for them to make the playoffs. Um, but yeah, there was actually a ton of really good games this week. Uh, so let's go ahead and look at the next one. Uh, the Green Bay Packers and the Los Angeles Chargers. This was very, very surprising because the Packers have gotten a lot of attention lately. Uh, and I listened to the, the post-game, uh, you know, the press conference afterward. And Aaron Rodgers said, you know, they kind of needed to be humbled. And everyone was kind of getting ahead of themselves. So, you know, maybe this game does serve a good purpose for that reason. Um, I've had my doubts about the Packers. Uh, I think that Aaron Rodgers is obviously an incredible quarterback. Um, the coach and Aaron Rodgers are kind of seeing eye to eye, which is a, is an incredible thing for them. Um, you know, this is definitely what you want from from your uh, 
from your quarterback and, and head coach to have a good relationship, especially everything that happened with uh, McCarthy um, and, and all the drama that happened with the with the Packers going uh, into the offseason and during the offseason. Um, with that being said, uh, the Packers... Um, I don't think that the Packers' defense is as talented as people want to say. And, you know, it's, they've been winning games without Aaron Rodgers, at least early on. And then the past probably three or four games, Aaron Rodgers has really been Aaron Rodgers that we've come to know. Um, he's in, still a great quarterback. He still makes one or two throws a game that shock you. Uh, you know, I mean, you got to give respect to him. And for that reason alone, they're still going to be a dominant uh powerful team heading into the playoffs my biggest thing is that I don't think that Aaron Jones is a all-star running back um he's he's a good player um but I don't believe that against better defenses he's he's going to be able to keep keep them balanced on offense I believe you get him taken away put him in a hole which was is a is a strategy a lot of teams use um and make them one-dimensional. And if you know they're going to pass it every down against some teams like the Saints and the 49ers, um, you know, you you just peel back your, your four rushers and let them get after the quarterback. That's not a recipe for success for Aaron Rodgers, um, regardless of how, how great and talented he is. That's just not sustainable. That's not a good recipe for him. Um, and for that reason, I think that they've improved. Um, as far as their run game and as far as their defense goes, they're definitely better than they've been in the past. Um, but I'm just not willing to say that that defense is that much, that much greater. You know, this team still lives and dies by Aaron Rodgers, and the talent around Aaron Rodgers is not good enough to keep them balanced. Um, just kind of my personal opinion, and the Chargers really put that to the test. Um, you know, additionally, the Chargers have two great edge pass rushers um you know in in uh Ingram and uh Boza who both got sacks I think Ingram got two sacks uh, but they were in Aaron Rodgers face all day and really uh you know this, they won by 15 um but the game was not that close uh the Chargers dominated that game ran the ball down their throats um, Phillip Rivers made some great plays. They gave up a lot of big plays in the passing. Um, you know, maybe this does serve as a humbling game, but in my opinion, uh, this kind of showed uh, a little bit about the Packers. Um, you know, kind of showed, gave some insight into the kind of team that uh, that they really are. Um, and you know, I think that they they got a tough stretch of games. I know they play the 49ers in a week or two. Uh, I believe two, three weeks actually. Um, and that'll be a great, great test. They're going to Santa Clara to play the 49ers. Um, and I think that'll be a good test for both teams, the 49ers and for the Packers. Um, and we'll see where the Packers stand. They they definitely have some tough games. Uh, they're still in the driver's seat, especially with uh, the Vikings and the Lions both losing this, this week. Um, you know, the Packers are still the number three seed still in cruise control in uh, the NFC North. So I don't really look for that to change. I think the Packers are still pretty much a lock to win that division. Um, I look forward to the Packers and the Vikings play. I don't know if it's next week um, or or when they play, but they I know that the Vikings um, and the Packers play 
in the next couple weeks. Um, so I look, I look for that to be. Oh no, I'm wrong. That that seems like. Uh, I think the Packers and the Vikings play later later in the season actually. Uh, but anyway, that still I still believe that will be a really good game. Um, and we'll see. I I just I'm not convinced on the Packers, uh, and I know a lot of people have been. Um, you know, a lot of people have been kind of knighting the Packers and talking about how great the Packers are and this and that. And, uh, yeah, they just gave up a, a pretty bad game to a Chargers team that uh, has been struggling. Uh, they have a losing record, not playing great. Phillip Rivers is obviously a great player. They have a lot of talent on the Chargers, but um, they haven't been putting it together this season. So for them to go into to L.A. and lose like that, uh, kind of a wake-up call. I wonder how they respond. Uh, I guess we will find out. Um, now on the last big time games uh, that I that I saw, um, well, there's a couple that you can talk about. Texans absolutely dominated the Jaguars. Um, Texans are striving right now. They just have a lot of injuries, losing Watt. Um, you know, you kind of wonder about how they're going to go into the playoffs, uh, but they're. They keep winning, so they're looking good. The Eagles had a had a big win over the Bears. Bears, uh, I think it's time for the Bears to let go of uh, Mitchell Trubisky. I don't know. I mean, he's this is his third season. Um, yeah, we'll see. I I think that uh, maybe don't give up on him yet. But man, you're wasting that talented defense that the Bears have. Uh, the Colts and the Steelers, this was a big shocker. Uh, I know the Colts lost Jacoby Brissett. I don't know how severe the injury is. Um, but that is a pretty big loss for the Colts, a Colts team that has really been striving, um, you know, to have the Texans win this week and the Colts lose, um, you know, definitely hurts their playoff chances. But in, they're still in the wild card hunt, still in the AFC South hunt. Um, you definitely have to look for them to respond. I think it's all about how how Jacoby Brissett comes back from injury if he comes back. Again, I don't, I'm not too familiar with the severity of the injury, but uh, you know it is what it is. The Dolphins got their first win over the Jets, who only have one win as well. Um, kind of a suck fest bowl, but hey, you know what? Uh, Dolphins got the W for all those people who thought they were tanking. Um, it's a pretty pretty heated race right now for the number one overall pick. Um, I believe that the Bengals are in the lead for that um, at this moment, as they have yet to win a game. Um, but uh, yeah, like, that's a that's an exciting uh, suck fest thing to watch and to see. I know the Redskins are in that argument too, uh, who also lost this week pretty dominantly to the Bills. The Redskins haven't scored a touchdown in three weeks. Um, but they have played some tough teams. Uh, Panthers responded after a huge defeat last week. Uh, responded with a pretty big win over the Titans. Christian McCaffrey had like three or three touchdowns or something. He picked up right where he left off. Um, in an earlier prediction I did, I didn't think that Christian McCaffrey would win MVP just because I didn't think the Panthers were going to go to the playoffs and have a winning record. Um, and while that's still in doubt, um, Christian McCaffrey is playing incredible this season. He's literally doing it all. Uh, he doesn't get off the field. He runs the ball effectively. He catches the ball effectively. Uh, he blocks effectively. Um, I don't think they have him return kicks or punts, but phew, I bet you he could. Um, Christian McCaffrey's playing lights out, so hats off to him. Um, the Raiders, pretty surprising team. Uh, the Raiders are... 
I think I actually have a winning record this season currently. Um, the Raiders have the Raiders have been pretty surprising this year. Uh, they played, you know, they haven't played the best teams, um, but they they are they're winning. They're winning games. The Lions were not a not a bad team. Uh, the Lions have had some ups and downs, um, but you know the Raiders do have a winning record so far, and uh, they've they've played some good teams. Um, now. The last team, I guess I'll talk about one more team, the Broncos and the Browns. Um, Broncos got the win. Browns, another frustrating loss. Um, the way that things are going, I don't. I think Freddie Kitchens will get fired before the season's over. Um, and I don't know if it's fair or not to put it all on him. Um, unfortunately... It is going to be put on put all on him. They have a lot of talent. They have great receivers, great running back. Uh, offensive line is not great, but they do have talent on the offensive line. Defensively, Miles Garrett is a stud. Um, they they have talent. They have talent kind of all across that across that team. They really do have a lot of talent. Um, it's just a matter of putting it together. I'm not necessarily convinced that Baker Mayfield is the guy, uh, but. I think that he's not being put in position to be successful. Um, so, you know, you kind of got to see where, where the Browns go from there. Um, honestly, right now, Browns, um, they're, they're definitely not doing so great. Uh, the Browns, I think Freddie Kitchens has probably two or three more weeks, depending on it. They still could make the playoffs. They're not completely out of it. Um, I think one thing that works for them is uh, the AFC wildcard teams kind of took some hits this week. Um, but I, I, I really don't see them outlasting the Texans or Colts for that wildcard spot or the Bills for that wildcard spot. Uh, I think it's it's pretty safe to say that the Browns are uh, not going to make the playoffs this year. Uh, and I believe that the second that they are uh, mathematically eliminated from the playoffs... Freddie Kitchens will lose his job, um, keeping that door revolving of the coaching job that is the Cleveland Browns head coaching position. Uh, so it's a tough position to be in. Um, you got to look for some continuity within that position. You can't keep firing guys and firing guys and firing guys uh, and expecting anything to be different. So um, kind of an unfortunate situation. Good win for the Broncos. Doesn't change anything, in my opinion, about the Broncos. Um they need to do something, uh, and they really need a quarterback. Let's let's be honest. Uh, but now, coming to my last game, the Buccaneers, who are two and five, I believe, maybe two and six now that they lost, um, going to overtime against the Seattle Seahawks, that are six and two now, seven and two, um, and winning by a touchdown. Um, so. I don't like the Seahawks. I'm obviously a 49er fan. Definitely a little biased. Uh, I will be the first to admit that. Russell Wilson is playing at an incredibly high level. Five touchdown passes, I believe. Um, and he's he's really making some great throws. Um, however, I don't think that the Seattle Seahawks are for real. I don't think they're a legit contender. Um, scraping out an overtime victory against Tampa Bay... Um, 
that's just not winning football. And uh, they've played three teams with winning records this year. Uh, two of them they lost to. Uh, really pretty dominated. The Saints and the Ravens both whooped up on Seattle. Uh, then they had the they played against the Rams, a tough division game. Uh, they beat the Rams. However, the Rams missed a last second field goal, a forty yarder or something, something easy that Greg the Leg has consistently made in his career, uh, and they they found a way uh, to lose that one. So um, the Seattle Seahawks come in and they have a game on Monday night against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, this will be a big game. I think the way that the, the Seahawks play, they don't, they're always in the game uh, for the most part. They've had a couple blowouts. Um, however, I don't think that will be the case this week. I look for the 49ers. They have a lot of rest. They have that Thursday night game. They did lose uh, Quan Alexander, who's a big, big loss to their linebacking core. Um, I look for the Seattle Seahawks to attack. Um, with Chris Carson, he had a lot of yards. My thing is that he's fumbled the ball quite a bit, Chris Carson has. Um, and you you can't make mistakes like that. Um, if if Seattle can get the run game going, which I think is going to be their plan of attack. If, it, if I was going into it, that's how I would do it. Um, the San Francisco defense has given up some yards in the uh, rushing category. Um, teams have been able to be successful running the football on them. Uh, so that's got to be the Seahawks, the Seahawks line of thinking. Uh, however, you know, Russell Wilson, they've been passing the ball a lot with him. They just went out and acquired Josh Gordon. Um, you know, they're going to, I wonder how their, how their play calling is going to be. Um, and if you give the ball, if you decide to not play honest and not run the ball and you let Russell Wilson throw, and you become one-dimensional, that is going to play to the 49ers' strengths. And Russell Wilson is playing at an incredibly high level. Uh, he His awareness in the pocket is um, second to none, really. Um, I mean, Russell Wilson, those like, just his little step-ups, his little spins in and out of tackles, um, you know, he definitely has... Uh, He's probably the best in the NFL at that. Lamar Jackson obviously having a good year. But consistently, um, Russell Wilson, year in and year out, makes guys miss on surefire sacks and hits the guy down for a 20, 30-yard gain. Um, so that definitely, he'll have those moments. Uh, but I believe that the talent that the 49ers have on the defensive line, if they're going to make them one-dimensional, if the 49ers take away the run and you just let Russell Wilson throw the ball 40 times a game, with that offensive line, with the 49ers defensive line, it's not going to be a recipe for success. Um, and the 49ers have the speed to contain him. They have the two two interior rushers so that if he steps up, you know, he's 5'11". He's trying to look over guys that are 6'7" coming up the middle and he's not going to have that much time to throw consistently teams I mean the Bucks even the Bucks got three or four sacks on Russell Wilson uh he was able to overcome that um you know but but this defense is not what it used to be um and I believe that uh the Seattle Seahawks are in for a pretty rude awakening next Monday night against my San Francisco 49ers I think the 49ers are going to come in hungry uh, they're going to hear all the doubts. They're still going to hear the doubts. People are still going to talk shit about them. Uh, but, you know, 
they're going to come in and they're going this is a division game this is a big win uh a big opponent um you know the Seahawks are 7 and 2 right on their heels in the NFC West right on their heels in the NFC playoffs um but i think that uh as has been the case this season for the 49ers a team with a winning record they're going into Santa Clara i think the 49ers walking out with a victory uh and really i don't think it's going to be close i think it's going to be like a victory that they had against the Rams uh where they dominated maybe it won't be too lopsided on the scoreboard um but they're going to control that game uh and also just like the bucks had success against the the Seahawks running the football uh and passing the football that Seattle Seahawks defense is not good enough to stop people you have 34 points to the Buccaneers I'm sorry, but you are not, that's not championship defense, uh, regardless of how good Russell Wilson is playing. So, a little prediction uh, to wrap things up. Tonight, we have the Cowboys versus the Giants playing in New York. Um, Cowboys just came off a pretty big win um, against the Eagles, I believe, was that last week? Um yeah, so um, it's not going to be pretty. Uh, yeah, so the, the last time that the Cowboys played, they put a 37-10 to 10 beating on the Eagles to take uh, a secure stance position in the division. And um, I think that New York has been bad. Dallas's defense is, they're okay. They definitely have some talent. Um, and so for that reason, I think Daniel Jones uh, is going to have a rough night against these Cowboys. And I think the Cowboys walk walk away with a victory, uh, further securing their hold on the NFC East. There you have it. Uh, I am JD's, JDZ, uh, here with the SOS, the Shaman of Sports, spitting some, some rants, spitting some knowledge, uh, letting that passion flow. Uh, So I hope y'all have a wonderful day and uh, look forward to coming back next week with another recap um, of how the NFL season is going. Namaste.